You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, you know who I am. I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from a little cold Atlanta, Georgia. I'm so grateful that the Spirit of God has attracted you here. I believe that it is not an accident. It is a setup for you to receive what you've been searching for, uh, what you've been praying about, so that you can really begin to experience just a wonderful, purposeful, abundant life. Well, how are you doing today? Uh, I am so grateful that you have allowed me to come into your home and, as I say, your heart, uh, the inner sanctuary of your being again today. I'm going to be teaching today. You know, I sort of been itching to teach. Uh, The Spirit has really downloaded something to me and I'm going to give it through me to you today. I'm going to get right to it. Uh, But before I do, I want to thank all of you for your wonderful emails. If you have a great manifestation, please email me and let me know about it. I would love for you to come on the air and share, you know, what that manifestation might be. You know, we all get excited, don't we, when we hear someone who has believed and went through the process and they're walking in their manifestation. One of my clients uh, just this week, uh, she texts me and she, she, she's been through a lot uh, in relationships, but she has found love and and uh, she was so happy. She said, Constance, I'm so, she has so many O's after S-O-O-O-O-O in love. And, and uh, you know, those are just wonderful, um, I would say, stories to hear because we hear so much in the world today. And, and it's so important that you really guard what you hear. You know, there's a verse in Proverbs that says, guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of life. And what does that mean? You need to guard what you're letting in, what you're hearing, what you're looking at, what you're saying, because out of your spirit flows uh, faith and and flows those powerful uh, 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 experiences that we want to create. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So let's see. Let's social media. You can check me out on YouTube. Uh, please go to my YouTube channel, Constance Arnold, and subscribe. Uh, also, you can go to um, LOA Constance on Twitter and Coach with Constance on Facebook and CLArnold11 on Instagram. Wow, I did it. So, I think that's it. So, I'm going to get right to it. I have a cup of coffee here. I'm going to take a sip. 
Hold on, guys. Oh, that's so good. Okay. So you know how I am, right? I'm going to teach you and then I'm going to show you how. And just over the last couple of weeks, you know, God has really been just kind of speaking to me about the power of images. You know, we talk a lot about visualization and emotions. And uh, so when I say images, I mean pictures that you're holding in your mind. So one of the main questions that I get a lot is, I've been using my affirmations, but nothing is working. So somebody sent me an email and I just begin to think about it, pray about it, meditate about it. And God just shared something with me that I've really um, utilized more in my own life. So I'm going to break it down and uh, put it in little small baby steps so that you can understand how to begin to use this. So I'm talking about images and manifestations. Why haven't I manifested constants? It's almost at the end of 2018, and I just knew at the beginning of 2018 that I would manifest X, Y, Z. So let's break it down, because number one, you know, I'm going to say we know God is not holding back anything from us. As a matter of fact, we're co-creating with God. Because really, in the quantum world, in the spirit world, and really from a Christian perspective, everything is already done. And so anything that you do with your thinking, your believing, your words, and your images, you are just aligning with or lining up your belief with what's already done, and it pulls it into this physical realm. So that means you're going against your five senses, you're going against, uh, you know, maybe you've never experienced, you don't know anyone who's ever experienced what you are believing for. So you're in a different dimension. And so when I got that question about I've been using affirmations, but nothing is working, I I, I read something and, and it really just sort of got me going down the rabbit hole. So let me just make a statement. So we know God ain't holding nothing back, right? And so we are aligning with what's already ours in that invisible world. So the study that I read said that images in our mind process 60,000 times faster than words. And I'm like, okay, that is that question. That is the answer to that question that the person sent in to me. So if you don't have an image of what you desire and you're using affirmations alone, it's going to be a slow process because you're not speaking from your image. Really, that's my whole show. And so a lot of you, and that includes me in some areas, 
you're using affirmations, but you don't have an image of what you want. For example, you might say, I'm rich, I'm wealthy, I'm abundant, etc. And you don't have an image of that yet. And so it's a slow process or it doesn't happen. So I'm going to show you how to use affirmations and images because we know that images process 60,000 times faster than words. So what would happen in your life if you had an image of what you desired and then you begin to affirm from your image? Now, I already know I can hear some of you saying, well, when you affirm, it brings the image. Yes, but I'm talking about having a strong image and speaking from that. I believe personally that in my life, sometimes I don't affirm until I get an image of something. And then once I get an image of something, I can really begin to speak from that image and things are really drawn into my life. Okay, so here are some principles. Your image and beliefs determine your manifestation. Oh, by the way, you always have a movie running in your mind. And the question is, are your images your history or are you living in your future? I'm going to get to that. Okay, so all possibilities, as I said, are just in this quantum world and we're simply aligning with what's already done. You know, one of the first things that God said in the Bible is God created you in his image and likeness. And I believe that God said image first and then likeness would be affirmations and the principles that we use to align with our image. So, you know, words are processed 60,000 times what? Slower than images. And, and, and so it's your image that attracts. Whoa, that's powerful. It is your image that attracts. And so when you keep attracting the same thing, you're living in your history. So it keeps coming back. So a great example of that would be someone who's been in a relationship and they were hurt by the relationship. And so they may not know it because of the great Dr. Wayne Dyer said, if you're thinking about talking about and feeling about your past, you get more of that. So let's just say this person was in a relationship and, you know, they're still maybe kind of hurt by it, you know, and, and the images, how could he or she do that to me? I thought we were in love. There are not any good relationships out there. They they have an image of it. They talk about it to their friends. Their emotions are attached to it. Let me just say this. When you change your image, your emotions change. So that person's emotions are attached to, oh, my God, look what happened to me. And so your image attracts. And so when you keep thinking from your history and talking from your history and have an image of your past, you keep attracting the same thing. Oh, MG. That is so powerful. So the question is, 
Do you have an image of your history or an image of your future? Because whichever one you have, that's what you're going to attract. So, as I said earlier, emotions are attached to images. You know, uh, if you if you are mad because you lost your job and how could they do that to me? Um, I, I was such a lawyer, employer, and they downsized me. Well, you're going to keep attracting the same thing. But when you change your image, your emotions have to change. And so if you would begin to make a choice, and it is a choice, to begin to think about, hmm, what can my future be like? Oh, I might could get a job with another um, corporate America company or Fortune 500 company that would give me more autonomy, more money, more matching of uh, money that I'm going to be saving. And guess what happened? Your emotions will begin to attach to the image that you have for the future. I can stop teaching right now. So whatever image you have, your emotions are attached to that. So when you change your image, your emotions are going to change. Let me give you a couple examples in the Bible. All of y'all know Abraham, right? Abraham was, uh, he was like uh, really old, 80 something years old. And uh, God came and spoke to him and said, Abraham, you're going to have a child and your descendants are going to be many. And it's so interesting that Abraham must have said, but God, how is this going to be? Then God did something very interesting. He came to Abraham. And he said, okay, let's go outside and look at the stars, you know, and count them. That's how many your descendants are going to be. And of course, you know, I can hear Abraham saying one, two, three, 99, 100,000. He couldn't count them. What was God doing? God was giving him a image of that. And this is the point that I want to make. It was 15 years later that God came back to Abraham and said, now I want you to change your words or your affirmations. So your name no longer is Abram, it's Abraham, which means father of, of many nations. So God knew that Abraham needed to get the image. And then 15 years later, he came back and, and put changed his name so that every time his servants saw him and they said, Abraham, what was he hearing? Father of many nations, father of many nations. So Abraham had the image. Then he had the affirmation or the mantra of the word of God. And he had a baby at 99. Come on, people. So you see that principle. Okay, let's talk about, I'm talking about the Bible now. Let's talk about the woman with the issue of blood. So it was this woman in the Bible and she had been sick for 18 years. So can you imagine what image she had you know, going to all the doctors? And the Bible says she grew worse. Anybody ever been sick and grew worse? I mean, sickness is a powerful image. Um. She was broke. She probably was alone and isolated because during those times as a woman, you really couldn't go out 
if you went out into the streets and, you know, you were on your monthly, you might could get stoned. So can you imagine the image of being alone? We don't know what her family was thinking, you know, just being sick, waking up every morning, going to doctors and the, and, and them saying that, um, I'm sorry, can't help you. We've done everything. 18 years. And some of you are frustrated because it's been six months. Let me interrupt something here. Somebody called me and said, well, you know, I've been doing this for uh, and nothing has happened for six months and nothing has happened. But you can't measure transformation and change is always happening. And the principle is, I know I'm getting off the subject, is that you need to learn how to be happy during the process. You've heard me say that a million times, and that's not an easy thing, but you can choose to do it. You're happy because you know what's coming your way. You're happy and grateful because you know what's going to be happening for you. Getting back to this one with the issue of blood. So she said, the Bible says she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, then I'm going to be whole. Now, to me. She had to get an image of, I'm going to get out this house. I'm going to, if I have to crawl through the crowds, if I get killed, I know that once I touch the hem of his garment, then I'm going to be whole. So she said it. She, she began to image it. And then she began to change her words that was attached to that image. Because we know that words put you in a different frequency. And a different Im- image puts you in a higher frequency. And she was healed. So uh, the third thing is... I'm just giving you examples so you can see about the power of image. The question is, what kind of images do you have on a daily basis? What what kind of images do you have about your money? What kind of images do you have about your health, about love, about life in general? You know, we just had some some bomb threats in the U.S. and that's terrible. And I I looked at it and I looked at it and I realized that it was impacting me. And I, you know, I said I'm going to pray for this, but I'm going to turn this off because because what images impact us. That's what that's why advertisers know that if you put an image of something, then people are going to buy it. All right. So, so how many of you have ever gone to like a network marketing group and they say, come in here. And then they say, this is John Doe. John was working a nine to five job and then he started um, selling our product. And now he has this beautiful home. He just traveled all over the world. This is his new boat. This is his wife has stopped working and is at home. What are they doing? They're putting powerful images in front of you because they know that if you can get an image of something, it's yours. And so the last thing that I'm going to talk about uh, in the Bible is that in the Old Testament, these guys were building this high tower. And, you know, the Bible says that they were one and whatever they imagined would not be withheld from them. Once again, OMG. And God had to come down and confuse their language. 
So God's going to come down for your imagination. Whatever you imagine will not be withheld from you. And so let me just say something here that um, so if you if you have a quiet time in the morning and you imagine yourself, let us just say really healthy and, and, and at your ideal weight, running, exercising, being able to run with your kids. But then all day long, you're saying, oh, my God, I can't even hardly walk. Oh, I can't walk up these steps then you don't have a consistent image. So we're talking about all day long to begin to have the image of what you desire. Why? Because images manifest and process in our brain, in our mind, 60,000 times faster. Uh, And as I said earlier, your image produces a frequency and a vibration. So whatever that image is, it's sending out a vibration. If it's one of lack, not enough. Oh, my God. If it's one of I'm excited, there are unlimited possibilities, etc. I was telling the client, you know, she said, well, what should I think is going to happen? Just say, wow, I'm excited about the unlimited possibilities that I have today. Start with something very general and, and get an image of that. Let's see what else, what else do I want to sell? Oh, I know. I can tell from your words the image that you have on the inside of you. I can really locate just by what a person says because we speak from our images. I was walking in my neighborhood <clears throat> and I've shared this before. This guy, he saw me walking and he said, well, how you doing today, young lady? And I said to myself, I am young. You got the right image, my brother. And I said, I'm doing great. I said, how you doing? He said, I'm doing good for an old man. So see, the image that he has is that I'm an old man. So what's going to have all of the emotions, all of the stuff that is attached to being old, his his cells hear that. And so so, so you can tell what a person is, you know, by, by their image. And, and so... I believe that images take us into the supernatural realm. It, it, it's that other realm and it begins to pull down for us what we desire. So so do you have an image of confidence, of wealth? What is it? You know, I had a client, uh, I guess about a decade ago, and she was very successful in sales. She was like the number one girl. She had it like going on. And, and and then her company went out of business and she had to start over at another company. And so, you know, when you go to another company, you may not be number one. And she was like number, let's just say number 30. And she began to lose her confidence because her image was, wow, I used to be number one. Now I'm number, I'm, I'm number 30. And, you know, in sales, it's all about quota, meeting your quota, etc. And she came to me and all she talked about was I used to be. I, I When I was at, at ABC company, I was, but now this company is so competitive. And so she had lost her image of confidence. And so I told her, I said, begin to 
choose one scene or one image in your mind at your new company, let's just say at one of your sales meetings where they call you up, hey, Mary Jane, and they say to you, wow, you're really progressing. You made X number of sales or you exceeded our expectations for this month. So she intentionally began to plant that image in her mind. And so we know that over time, if you hold the image and if you remain faithful to an image, that emotions will begin to attach to it. And so she began to believe, huh, I can I can sell this. And, and it didn't happen overnight. But at the end of that year, she had really gained her 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 image of confidence back again. And wow, she was on top. Okay, so so when you change your image, I say you invite in the glory, the goodness and the supernatural assistance of the spirit. Because remember, we're just what aligning our images, our words and our thinking with what is already ours. So I believe that we need to confess or affirm from our God image. What does God say about you? That you're good, that you are wealthy, that you are healed, that you are whole, that you are abundant, that all things are already yours, that you have the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Does your images align with those things? That you're already wealthy. You know, Dr. Kimbrough said uh, that we get four ideas a year that if we would act on them would bring millions to us. So recently in the U.S. we had the largest uh, mega million lottery drawing. I think it was 1.6 billion uh, dollars and people were so excited about it. And I was telling somebody, well, that's good, you know, but we can get an image in our mind of 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 really executing an idea that can also bring us wealth. So so what is your current image? I, I think that we need to live in a higher dimension than what we see with our five senses. So we're confessing from the image of God or from the image of good. Uh, you are imagining in your mind that it's already done. You're making a decision. Once again, I'm coming back to that decision. We're making a decision to not have an image of our history, but have an image of what our future is. So the question is, are you living present past or present future? That's a big question. And I can tell where you're living by what you're saying because you speak from your images. Okay. I tell people, you're not broke. You just have an image of being broke. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to say that again. You're not broke. You just have an image of being broke. What would happen? If you would begin to get an image of, you may have to start real general. There's unlimited unlimited wealth in the world. 
and, and God is going to open up my mind and put an image in my thinking. I always say, ask the spirit to paint an image on the canvas of your mind. I've done that. So God is going to open up my thinking to how I can attract more wealth in my life. And so you're not broke. You just have an image of being broke. Change your image, change your money. So when you can begin to see wealth, you may say, I don't know how, but money is coming to me. And you've heard me say that God has a million ways to get money to you. He can get money to you at any time, from anywhere, through any source. So I had one of my clients say that. You know, sometimes you can't say I am wealthy and get an image of that. But you can believe God can get anything to me at any time, from anywhere, through anybody. It's 7 billion people in the world. All you need is for God to connect you with that one person. Okay? So, we have to what? Reimagine ourselves. And we have to get rid of those negative images. And I'm going to tell you in part two, you know, how we're going to do that. And so, I think you have to, first of all, know that you're thinking that. Let me give you an example about me. All of you guys know that I ran, I've been a runner for years. But I guess a couple of years ago, I started saying, well, maybe I need to start walking more. Nothing wrong with walking. So I would walk, run. But I just, in my thinking and in my mind, I'm like, okay, they say running is not good for your joints. And, you know, I believe all of that. I think if you run on gravel or grass, that it is a lot easier on your joints. But I stopped running because the image in my mind was, well, you know, you're a baby boomer and you just need to start walking now. And so one day I came to myself and I said, well, maybe I'm not running on pavement anymore, but I have a we have a built in park in the subdivision that I live in. You can run on the gravel. And I began to get an image of me running and what that felt like. And just, you know, I would see myself, I would hear my shoes hitting the gravel and hitting the ground in the park. I, I didn't use any affirmations to that yet because my uh, my image wasn't strong enough because remember, you speak from your images. And so one day I just began to say, thank you, God, that I'm in the process of walking, running again. Because see, I had to get that image. So what did I do? I began to affirm from the image that I had. And then I start saying, thank you, God, that I will be able to run a, a fourth of a mile. And I began to get an image of that. I saw me running. I saw me running around the park. You know, I could just visualize it in my mind. What was I doing? I was attaching affirmations or declarations or pro proclamations. I got that out. <laughs> proclamations to my image. And so for me, 
what works best. And now I see from research is that I get an image of something and then I speak from it. All right. So um, let's talk about the image of weight loss. You see, I believe that even when you get an image of something that the behavior will follow. So if you can get an image, if you have to lose 50 pounds, this is what I tell my clients. Get an image of I'm going to lose two pounds a week. And I don't know what that would look like. One of my clients just put a big two you know, on her mirror and she began to see herself going and telling her husband, guess what, baby, I lost two pounds this week. And and she began to say, I will lose, I will release two pounds a week and my health is returning to me now. So when she began to speak from her image, her behavior changed. And so you cannot change behavior until your image or your consciousness changes. See, your image is really what you believe. And your words are just speaking from the pictures in your mind. Everybody got that? Because we know that whatever you think and see, that the supernatural is going to begin to happen. So what you see and believe you become, wow, what you see and believe you're going to become that. And so that's the power of image. This is powerful. I know I got to go to quick commercial break and just kind of tell you what that would look like in your life. But just remember that images process 60,000 times faster than your words. Choose one area of your life and begin to intentionally and deliberately, uh, what am I going to say, practice on switching and changing the image from living from your history to living in your future. This is so good. I'm going to listen to it myself. But before I listen to it, I've got to go to a quick commercial break and then I'm going to come back and tell you what that would look like in your life on a daily basis. So guys, stay tuned and I'm going to be right back with part two. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Okay, guys, I'm back. Are you ready? You know, I'm just a big proponent of giving people how-tos. How can I 
Constance begin to take those principles that you shared in part one of the program. I'm a mom with three children or I work long hours or I run a business. I'm just going to give you just some examples. You ready? Okay, so the principle is we already know that we need to get the image of what we want and then attach affirmations to that because that process is in our brain and in our mind 60 times faster. Just want to remind you that images or your imagination uh, really becomes tattooed in your subconscious. And so the subconscious is most impacted by repetitive images and emotions. And isn't it so wonderful that God knew that we needed this? And so we know that with images, new emotions are attached to that. That's why having a vision board, mind movies, anything that can begin to create a new image in your mind is so powerful. So let me give you some examples. Let's start with money, honey. And I'm going to say, this is a big one for most people. So I say, start with something believable. When people say, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. And I want you to be a millionaire and you can become one. But let's incrementally begin to change that image. Because if you've been living paycheck to paycheck living, you may want to incrementally begin to change that image. A simple example might be, uh, let's just see you, let's just say, not see, you got to see and say, right? (laughs) Let's just say that you really would love to go to this really nice, maybe expensive restaurants. The meal might cost, if you live in paycheck to paycheck living, let's just say $75. So begin, begin to get an image in your mind. That's that's increase. See, folks, we're talking about increase and transformation in our thinking and our believing is incremental. So you get an image of that restaurant. Uh, you, you find out, you know, is there free parking? What would you wear when you go to the restaurant? Take a look at the menu. What would you eat? Uh, check and see about parking. What are you doing? You are incrementally increasing your image of wealth. And then you move on to the next thing. And so the principle is as long as as this person can begin to increase their image of wealth, then the next time they may see themselves with maybe a two or three or five hundred dollar increase in their money. So you identify what area you want to start with and you remain faithful and consistent and you hold that image and then you begin to speak affirmations from that image. So this person might say, wow, I'm so excited that I'm getting an opportunity really soon to go to restaurant ABC. They have a great menu. They have a great reputation. Um, They are a five-star restaurant or whatever. So you see how the emotions begin to attach to that image. You can do anything in that area. For me, what I did was 
couple of decades ago, I wanted to go to Tiffany's. I'd never been in there. I was kind of scared to go in there. I mean, do you have to have a lot of money? Uh, but I went in and I asked to see some jewelry. They took me in a private room and um, I asked the man, I said, can I just sit in here for a minute? And of course, you know, they stand outside the door and I just visualize myself. And I said to this piece of jewelry, I'm coming back for you. You're mine and I'm coming back for you. And I just saw myself with it and I said, thank you so much. I took a picture of that piece of jewelry. I began to see myself wearing it, telling my friends, oh, my God, look at my new Tiffany bracelet. What was I doing? I was attaching an image to that. And the interesting thing is money came to me where I was able to go to Tiffany's and and what a, a, a purchase that bracelet. What was I doing? I was changing my image and I began to attach affirmations to it. Let's talk about travel. We're talking about changing your image and then attaching affirmations to it. I knew this lady, she always talked about one day I'm going to take my children to Disney World. What was she doing? She was living in present past. And we know that if you live in present past or present history, then you're going to keep attracting the same thing year after year. Nothing happened. So I told her, I said, go get a vision board. You don't have to know how she kept saying, but I'm a single mom. I said, stop that. You know. God can get anything <laughs> to anybody at any time through anybody. So um, I told her, get you a vision board of Disney World and cut out all of the places. I said, you and your kids, y'all have fun doing it. So the kids, you know, they were really excited. All the different places that you could stay, the different rides, the different events. Then I said, get the children, go online and y'all look at some of the events and some of the rides. You know, children are like, oh, we're going to go there, you know, because they still utilize their imagination. Oh, mommy, we want to ride this ride, etc. And so they would do that every week and get excited. What was she doing? She was getting an image of what she desired and she began to live from present future. So the principle is the more that you can bring the future into the nowness of your life by repetition, by emotion, by affirmations, the more that will, the more you align yourself with what, what, what is already yours, the more that will come into the physical plane of your life. So she got an image and she didn't know how. I said, don't worry about the how. God got a million ways to get it to you. And all oh, the kids were so excited. Oh, mommy, we're going to Disney World. And so she talked about it. And someone gave her a gift for the trip. She talked about it so much. This person felt led to give her a gift. See, the how is never up to you. Your job or your position is just to... Uh, get in the place of acceptance that this is mine. I don't know how. And you get an image of it and you, you stick with that. You're faithful to that until it, it, it crystallizes into your physical realm. Everybody see that? And the principle is, everybody say it with me, 
that images process in our mind and in our thinking, in our brain, 60,000 times, not six times, not 6,000 times, but 60,000 times faster than words do. So can some of you see now where you might have been using affirmations, but you didn't have an image of the thing? This is so good. So let's talk about uh, employment or career. Um, I think I read somewhere something like 80 percent of the people don't really love what they're doing. I've been there and done that and that there are more heart attacks and accidents on Monday morning because people just have an image of uh, uh, I'm dreading going to this job. I just hate it. I hate my co-workers, etc. So when you live in that frequency, because we know images what vibrate a frequency, you attract more of that. I had a client and she she's working in HR and, you know, HR. While I worked in HR, I was a director of HR and the demands <laughs> are just simply astonishing. I felt like my inbox was never empty. So this client, she had a heavy schedule with lots of negativity, you know, people coming in, you know, complaining about different stuff, etc. So. Every day she would complain and hate going to work. And, and she actually became sick. We all know that stress can, can really make you sick. She talked about it to her husband. She said she knew that she just got on her husband's last nerve, just talking about it and complaining. And uh, I told her, I said, so you're living present history. So what do you want? What would you like to have? Uh, in a new job. And so she, I told her to write it down and, and begin to get an image of what she wanted. And she said, I just can't see it in my mind. I said, sometimes just writing stuff down really can begin to give you an image. So one thing was she said, I want a short commute. I need something closer to the house so I can pick up the children easily because uh, the children were in after school programs after work. And I said, so just close your eyes. How how long is it taking you now? I think it was 30 minutes and she wanted something maybe 15 minutes away from the house. I said, so just see yourself. What would that route look like? So she began to visualize that. We're talking about incrementally increasing your image. And then more autonomy because on her last, on her present job, on her last job, she was, you know, the supervisor was like stalking her and over her, but she wanted more autonomy. She wanted a chance to use her training skills because she's a big people person and she was already doing new orientation for employees, but she wanted to do more of that because she loved connecting. And I said, uh, begin to get an image of, you know, seeing yourself in front of people, seeing uh, new employees asking you questions, of uh, them being excited about having a job. What would that look like? What would that feel like? Uh, what would it look like uh, at the end of those orientation sessions if uh, um, a, an employee came up to you and said, wow, that was great. You really uh, explained things really clearly. I have a clear understanding of what I'm supposed to do and how things operate here, etc. So 
I told her, get an image of that. What would you like for your new working area to look like? Because she was working in a cubicle. She said, I want my own office. So can everybody see that? So once she began to write down the different uh, things that she desired, she would spend you know, I said at lunchtime when things get crazy, go out in your car <laughs> and just begin to get an image. Hold it there. We know that the subconscious is really impacted by what? Image and repetition over and over again because the subconscious doesn't know what's, what's truth. It takes whatever your dominant image, thought and feelings are and it begins to bring it to pass in your life. So she would go out in her car and she would, you know, see it and feel it. And so it didn't happen immediately. Like I said, you have to be faithful to the image. She began to replace those old negative images with what she desired. And so over the months, the emotions began to attach to the image. She began to feel like, wow, it's going to be so great that I'm just going to be so close to my children. Wow, I can see myself standing in front of people, giving them new employee orientation. Then it was only after she got the image that she began to affirm from the image the perfect job comes to me now. I'm led to apply for the perfect job. Okay, this is over the months. Some of you guys quit too soon. You cave in and give up when you don't see anything happen. Do not be moved by your five senses. Do not be moved by appearances. Be so clear in your image uh, that you're bringing into this present nowness of your life, that to you, that's the reality. Really, re reality ain't really reality, but that's a whole nother show. Okay, so what happened to her? So then she said, well, Constance, I don't have a college degree. I'm like, so? I told her, just begin applying for everything in HR that, that you think you want to do. So she did that. Long story short, she um, texted me last week and I called her back and she was screaming. I'm like, what? why are you screaming? And um, because she had gotten a job. And so God is no respecter of person. What are we doing? We are aligning with all of the possibilities that already exist. We're co-creating with God by the images, because we know whatever we imagine, we believe. So it's really images and beliefs. And then we are attaching affirmations to that. So how many of you see now how affirmations can really, really work? Okay, lastly, let me take a sip of water. Relationships, you know. Uh, uh, I think it was Dr. Caroline Leaf. She's a neuroscientist. She was on my show and she said, we're wired for love. I mean, even my little dog, she wants me to rub on her all the time. and She's just a dog. <laughs> but as human beings, we're wired for love. We're created to receive and to give love. 
So once again, I'm giving you an example of how to change an image and attach an affirmation to it. So I was working with a client um, and uh, she had been divorced for 20 years. It was a horrible divorce. And so she had talked about, oh, he did me wrong. And now he's with this younger woman. And I gave him the best years of my life. Yada, yada, yada. And so when she came to me, she said, Constance, I can't even get a picture of of what it would be like to be in a good relationship again. Why? Because her image was so dominant and so strong from her history. And all of the emotions were attached to that. That she could not get an image of it. And I told her, I said, really pray and ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to begin to help you paint a picture of it. And we're going to incrementally begin to change that. Because her image was, here we go again, present, past history. I'm a baby boomer. Men like younger women. All the good men are taken I'm too old to really meet somebody. So if that that was her image, so guess what? Whatever your image is, is what you continually attract to you. And what does she attract? Nothing. <laughs> and so I asked her, I said, so let's start with what do you like doing? See, you got to kind of start where you are. Like the example of I said, you may not can't start with being a billionaire. But just start where you are. And so I said, what do you like doing? I knew she loved volunteering. And so she loved volunteering for Habitat for Humanity. She she goes and she helps to build houses and she's retired. And Constance, how am I going to meet somebody? I said, past history. And so I said, begin to write down what would it look and feel like for you to have a man to go with you to um, one of those Habitat for for Humanity building housing housing, um, situations. And so you see, sometimes you have to write it down first. Writing helps me to kind of get clear about what something would look like. So she wrote it down. She said, well, uh, this uh, it, it this is what we would be wearing. We would go to the meeting. We pray before we start working on the house. Uh, you know, it would feel great. We would be working maybe on one room together. I would have my hammer and nails, and he would say, "Baby, no, do it this way, etc." So, what was she doing? She was beginning to live in present future instead of present past so that was the only image that she could hold so she she was volunteering at another place and she met this guy and uh, they just started talking and he said wow I always wanted to volunteer there she said so come on and go with me and so he went with her she didn't think anything about it but Over time, they started dating and that image began to increase and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And now they're married. But this is the mantra or this is the affirmation or 
proclamation or declaration that she used after she began to uh, get the image. And I gave her this. It's really from Florence Scova Shin. She said, God, I give thanks that the marriage made in heaven is now made manifest upon the earth. We both shall become one from now until eternity. I had girlfriend to say that like probably 50 times a day. <laughs> I'm like, you're retired, you're at home. So less image and, you know, and less affirm. But she couldn't start with that affirmation first. She had to get a baby image. And then that image got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then she began to see herself dating. And that happened. And, you know, they're just so happy. They took me out to dinner the other day. And she shared this story. And and it's wonderful. And so does everybody see where I'm coming from? I gave you, I've given you all kinds of examples. So what image do you need to change? What is that one area? Uh, what negative images have you allowed to be in your life? And how can you change it? Just begin to pretend like I did when I went to Tiffany's. Let's, let's just start pretending. What would it feel like? Because remember, when you are faithful to that image, when you hold that image, we know that words are just beliefs about the images that we hold in our mind. This was straight from the spirit. This is so good. I'm going to listen to it myself over and over and over again. So I'm going to say to you to listen to this. Over and over and over again, ask God, God, show me, help me to paint the image of the new image that I need. Start small and then build that image. You know, just on a personal note, everything that I've ever done, I had an image of it first. I I saw myself standing in front of small groups speaking on platforms, speaking. uh, And I remember the time I was... um, in an arena and I had visualized that and it it was in front of thousands and when I walked to the podium that flashback came to my mind now that didn't happen to me for years I started first of all with just seeing a room full of people and people coming up to me and saying oh my god Constance that really helped me that was just what I what I needed. That's just what I'm looking for, etc. So does everybody see this? What would happen in your life if you took this one principle and you were faithful and diligent with it? And I'm just going to end with do not be moved by appearances. Just because the image that you're holding, it doesn't seem like it's changing. Be faithful to that image. Be consistent. Emotions will automatically uh, become attached to that image and watch the miraculous happen. Amazing. Everybody, uh, let's see. This is so powerful. I'm sort of lost in the spirit, but uh, as I say every week, Uh, You may not know it or feel it, but uh, your wonderful, loving Father, co-creator, is surrounding you with love. And of course, I love and adore you. And and say this, something good is going to happen to me and through me this week. Make it a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. 
For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.